The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches wanna be my bait. Hey, hold me down like the CIA. Hey, side of my car trying to see my face. Hey, want me to beat it like the CIK. everybody welcome back how is everybody doing welcome back to civil diligence politics made simple for the everyday millennial and why you should give a damn my name is Siobhan Starling and it's so good to be back with you all today I hope that everybody had a wonderful holiday whether or not you celebrated for the right reasons or whether or not you're just happy to get a day off I hope you enjoyed that day and if you didn't get a day off, I, um, I'm sorry. Definitely sorry. I hope that people ate some good barbecue, whether it is meat or vegan filled. I hope that it was wonderful. I hope you all drank to your heart's content. If you don't drink, I hope that you still had a good time. Uh, I had a good time. I, for the first time, learned how to grill and it wasn't half bad. I was here for me really grilling. So I'm just, ah, it's wonderful. So now I don't have to depend on a nice young or old man to help me barbecue because I can do it myself. Huzzah. So as I like to do on all of my other shows, I like to set out some disclaimers. Uh, One, I curse. Two, I will mess up the English language. Three, we shall... (laughs) Sorry, I can't speak. We shall respect each other's views and keep it moving. Four, I'm in the kingdom. That's my qualifications on being here today. And five, things may change by the time I record to upload. So I may miss some things because the world is changing every day of every minute. So I wanted to start off a new segment. Um, things that I'm here for this week, whether it could be political or non-political, whatever I'm here for, I just want to speak for it. And I feel like it's a nice segue, a nice light thing before we get into the nonsense of the world at the moment in time. So this week, I'm here for Scott Pruitt's resignation. Reason why this is slightly important because of all the scandal surrounding one, the Trump administration and two, Scott Pruitt. Not to mention different policies that he signed off on. And it's just, it's just interesting to me. I'm going to be honest. I am not really familiar with the EPA or anything that the EPA really, I know that the EPA stands for the environment and everything like that. But am I saying that I'm a gung-ho environment pusher? No, the only thing that I really know, like hardcore facts about the EPA is Richard Nixon proposed that there should be an EPA and it started in the 1970s. That's all I got for you. 
I will also be honest and say that I am probably one of the many people contributing and aiding to global warming. Sorry, I will try to do better. But either way, the thing that really around his like scandals are like he spends tens of thousands of dollars on like office supplies. And I don't know if any of you all like know this, but we pay for those office supplies that Congress like everybody like enjoys because that comes from our tax money. I don't know if anybody understands this. That's the reason why it's important. Because what the hell you spending $10,000 on a desk? Boy, bye. And then he also asked staffers to do his personal business, whether or not it's to find his wife a job, do like finding real estate listings for him. So he wasn't really necessarily using his time appropriately. And then we haven't even gotten into policy. So really, when people ask People have asked me, oh, why should I care? And really, what did Scott Pruitt do to roll back anything Obama did? He was a peon in Trump's holistic scheme of just rolling back anything that Obama did, said, farted in, anything. That was pretty much one of the things that he was his main agenda. He rolled back the Obama-era climate agenda. He rolled back the clean power plan, which was an approach to meet the Paris Climate Accords. Um, It really forced states, the clean power plan, really forced states to think about renewable energy and move away from coal. And as we know, uh, the president wants to bring coal back. So it's one of those things that this isn't, a surprise or shocker that he's doing this, especially when he challenged Obama back when he was the attorney general in Oklahoma. So this is nothing new. And he really boosts coal. And I don't know if people know this, but coal isn't really the best thing for the environment. That's why a lot of like environment pushers are not really too hot on coal. But this doesn't necessarily mean that any of these policies are going to change because Scott Pruitt is resigning. No, as long as 45 is in office, he will put people in the positions to follow his agenda, and which is normal for any president to do. But I'm just here for the comedy show this displays. This is a comedy show. I don't know if you realize this, but this is like, I don't even know which person this shows that it's leaving the office like leaving the administration and if one more person leaves I can finally get bingo on my 45 admin flop bingo card and I am here for it I am really here for it because of this game at this game at this rate we're playing games this point so why not make a mockery of it because everybody else is making a mockery out of us so why not add to it it's hilarious it's a great freaking time however the funny thing about this to me well a funnier thing about this is many people in the past have resigned based off of policy disagreements with trump rex tillerson was one of them But Scott Pruitt's resignation came not because of his policy aiding to the destruction of Earth, but 
because he had too much scandal and he was involved in too much shit that just made the president look bad well aided to the president looking bad because we all know that it doesn't take much for the president to look bad all on his own and I find it funny and ironic that the person who's a miss scandal with Russia and porn stars pretty much probably wanted this guy out because his scandal was just way too much I find it funny, I find it hilarious, and I, again, find it ironic. So that's why I'm here for Scott Pruitt's resignation. I'm also here for grits, mainly because I have a craving out of this world for some grits. And I am the person that puts sugar in their grits. Always been that way. And you all can say, that's nasty as hell. I think putting salt and grits is nasty too but hey different strokes for different folk whatever so that's what i'm here for this week i'm here for scott pruitt's resignation and i'm here for grits (laughs) now on to other matters this was not mainly what i wanted to talk about but what i wanted to talk about was the topic of unions i've been having many conversations this week about unions, some with older people and some with younger people around my age and talking about, is this really the death of unions? I am personally a member in a public union. I see the benefit of unions. I see the benefit because both of my parents were in the unions and they had union jobs, which helped put food on the table, which helped paid bills and gave me all my wants and needs. So I would never talk bad really about unions because it's been a beneficial to my life indirectly, indirectly. So I, it just won't. Not saying that I don't, I can't see both sides of the coin, but I am just, I'm here for unions. I come from a blue collar family, so it just works for me. So unions do not bother me at all. However, I just wanted to break it down because in the midst of combo, some young people do not know or some people can't relate. If you're one of those people that can't relate, that's cool because some people aren't in unions and can care less. This combo that's coming up probably isn't for you, and I would not be upset, hurt, if you just bypass this podcast from this point on, or this show, this particular show from this point on. But if you semi-care for to talk about unions and why the past court decision was kind of important and what it means for the future of unions then stay tuned. I'm the person who is arguing that this is the beginning of the end of unions. I really do not think that unions will be in effect come the next 20 years. I think that this is like step one on the death of unions. I really do believe that. And Janice V. Ask, Ask me? Ask me. I never ask yeah ask me yeah there we go Janice V ask me was step one to tearing down the implementation of unions 
So let's back up for a minute. Yeah, let's back up for a minute and explain in totality what unions are. Like, what do they provide? What is a union? Because some people don't know. Essentially, I'm talking in context of labor unions, which is an organized association of workers formed to protect and further the rights of their interests. So these people come together. They feel like they've been treated wrong or they're just protecting their rights as a worker in a public sector and that's essentially what a labor union consists of and there's many benefits of unions um to name a few unions work on behalf of you the worker so they work on your worth pay-wise the benefits your benefits such as health care job security, safe and respectable workplaces, if they're scheduling, and the list goes on and on. I mean, they won't protect you if you were essentially wrong in the fact, but if you have been treated unfairly, they are going to be there for you, and they're going to fight on your behalf. But in order to have these benefits, Mug's got to pay. Mug's going to have to put in their fair share, as you can see. Now, before the SCOTUS decision, there was fair share fees, and that was primarily the issue. Primarily, public service workers can choose whether or not they want to join the union. But the union, by law, is required to represent said public worker. Everyone gets wage increases, negotiation rights, etc. So whether or not you're in the union or not in the union, if you're a public worker, you're going to have the rights of like a union person because the union represents all public workers. So you also get a wage increase. You also get the benefit. You also get the small benefits of being a full-time union member. The unions attach the fee because if you're going to benefit from this, you should pay at least some. You should at least put in your fair share, essentially. And it wasn't like it took hundreds of thousands of dollars each check. It may be 10 to 20 each check. Of course, over time, this will accrue to a lot of money. Well, this brings me to Janice V. Ask Me. I have such a hard time saying that acronym word together as a word it's ridiculous but Janice V asked me it's an Illinois based case when Brucey Bruce which is Bruce Rahner the governor of Illinois when he took office back in 2015 he suspended the force of dues to non-union members all in all personally I don't think he was here for state workers or even unions to begin with. The people can argue me this down. I have had this conversation since he has taken office. If y'all didn't know, I'm from Illinois. So this has been an ongoing match since 2015, since dude took office. Neither here nor there. The unions basically was like, hell no, we won't go and file petitions with the courts. So I'm like, hell no, we're still going to charge these people. You got it twisted, Bruce. Fuck off. Well, Bruce was also like, y'all can fuck off too. So they've been in a pissy match with courts for four years, basically. 
it has been very entertaining and mind-boggling to watch as a person who is in Springfield, the capital of Illinois, and to see like the turmoil that it has caused with state workers and govern and the governor essentially. It's been interesting because you could literally some days drive by the Capitol and see people in their green shirts saying, hell no, we won't go fix our pay and do everything like this, especially during the time where Bruce did not pass a budget. The argument can be made that, well, it's not only Bruce, it's also Congress and the legislators and blah, 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 blah. And I say your point, but neither here nor there. It's been very entertaining and interesting, more so interesting than entertaining because, again, this affects people's lives. This affects people's livelihoods and it affects people's paychecks. So it's very interesting. It was an interesting time these last three to four years about all of this. But either way, so after all these petitions go back and forth, this dude named Janice filed a petition to the Supreme Court. He too was like not here for it. And he too was like, why the hell am I paying for this shit? And I don't even fuck with y'all like this. That's my impression of Janice. I don't know the man personally. Just I just figured that that might be his voice. So he went to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court basically ruled at a 5-4 majority decision that it was unconstitutional and violated the First Amendment rights. And I have mixed emotions about that decision. Again, like I told you, I am one, a union member, and two, I knew about the unions when I was five years old. So I, it's a mixed turmoil emotions to me. Ugh, I'll get to that in a minute. But I will also say this much. You wasn't going to get a better opportunity than this to take down unions than today. You wasn't. This was like the sweet spot for you to do what you needed to do. And that has been my argument this whole administration since 45 took office. This is going to suck and I feel like we're in 2025 already because this year, past two years almost, has been so slow. It's been slow, but it's been fast, if that makes sense. And if you wanted to take down and promote your agenda, this is the best time for you to do it, for you to have a, a executive branch controlled by a party, for you to have the legislative branch controlled by the party, and for you to have the judicial branch controlled by a party. And what I talked about last week, and I know I talk about this, and I'm probably going to talk about this a lot, about how much until November, the results in November talk about how much power that this administration has to really promote their agenda and if you wanted to take down unions this was your opportunity this was your time to shine be in it be great be proud this is your time to strike people and clearly when the appointment of Neil Gorsuch Gorsuch 
Neil. I'm gonna call him Neil because I can never pronounce his name effectively. So Neil, Neely, Neil, Justice Neil, Neil G. Cool. When Neil was appointed, well, when when the appointment of Neil happened, this really proved that this is your time. Really proved because we all knew. Well, if you cared enough to know, you knew that Neil is a conservative. He has conservative views and he is very conservative when it comes to unions. That has been proved in many of the court cases that which he resided on and he heard and ruled in favor against the unions so this was nothing new we knew that this was going to happen at least I knew this was going to happen when they appointed this to the supreme court I was like "Mm, well I was telling a friend when we were when we were interns working for the state that well you do know that the Supreme Court is probably going to rule in favor of the non-union members. They're going to rule in favor of them not paying dues. But it's just, it's inevitable to do that. It's really, there's really no shocker there, especially when when they appointed Neil to the seat of Anthony, not Anthony, Scalia. <laughs> Of Antone Scalia. So this isn't a shocker to people. It was just all about the when this is going to happen. We all knew that this was probably inevitably going to happen under this administration. So going towards my mixed emotions about all of this, I, because I get both sides of the argument. As I've stated earlier, I get the argument against not wanting to pay their share, especially if you're not in the union. I get it. You basically said, I don't want to be a part of your club. Stop charging me to be a part of your club because I don't want to be a part of this little all boys meeting. I don't want to be a part of this cult. I don't want to be a part of y'all. Like, I don't even like y'all like this. I don't want to be a part of this. Go on somewhere now. So, I get that argument because you want to see every little bit of your chat. Even if it's five cent, you want to see it. So that's understandable. I also get the side of the unions. I really do get the side of where the unions come from. Like, homie, we help your ass. The fuck? Regardless if you're a part of the union or not, we help you. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of it? But... Again, it violates the First Amendment rights. They have stated that they don't want to be a part of this shit and you're continually going against me and taking money out my paycheck to fund this, which I'm not here for. So I get the argument. It's interesting. Me personally, I am really thinking about it because personally, I get it. If you come five minutes late to work, and your boss is on your ass about it and writes you up and does all of this stuff, the union is here to protect you. I'm not saying that they're going to not say that you're wrong in the matter, but I just find it, I find it interesting that people are so against it when it is, it could be beneficial to you. I just feel that it's going to come to a time and a point where people are going to be like, the union members are go- and stewardess are going to be petty. 
they are going to be so petty. Like, if you are not a part, if you don't get that green card for your membership, they're probably going to let you die. So I hope and pray that nobody has a hardship on their job because if they're asking these union uh, stewardess to help them fight their battles, they're probably going to allow them to drown. I just feel like that's going to happen. And whoever Janice is, because again, I don't know the man. I have never seen him again in my life. (laughs) I just find it interesting. I hope that he is about to retire and live his best life. (laughs) Because if he ever gets, if he ever gets in trouble, if he ever needs a helping hand, a shoulder to lean on, I know some people that's ready to take a case and just allow him to drown. I am very curious on the future of this because it's um it's going to be interesting the outcome is and this is blatant facts that it will reduce unions to 10 to 30 percent and tremendously reduce funding funding that helps give the union power to negotiate the give the people that ear to be like hey we also have a big stick and um you're doing wrong money if you have money you have you have legitimate power and that's you can argue that that's debatable we can argue it's whatever but the fact of the matter is money does give you the power to have a say so not saying people who don't have money don't have a say so but if you want to step up with the elite and say that they're wrong about the nonsense that they created money has some power into that This is interesting, the times that we live in, and it's one of those things that if you like unions, eh, you might want to pray about their outcome. And the funny thing is, if this was a more liberal court in the Supreme Court, the decision would have been different, and we would have had a whole totally different conversation, but... Since it is not a liberal court, it is more leaning towards a conservative view. This is the conversations that we have. And whether you are liberal or conservative, you have to admit these are interesting times. And it would be interesting times on both sides of the coin. So I don't want to be like, oh, you're just speaking your liberal nonsense and blah, 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 blah. No, that's not it. Because there will be opinions even if the outcome came differently. And there will be words to be said for a different view. But that is not the reality. The reality is this is our reality. (laughs) And I just, I find these times interesting. If you are not here for the unions and you are looking for the unions to die, hey, we have successfully entered a zone where this is a good time to get rid of them. And I will stand by my decision on, not my decision, I'll stand by my opinion on this is maybe the beginning of the end for them. This probably is going to be the death of unions and only time will tell where the future of unions will go. So tell me your thoughts, your opinions, your comments concerns whatever can post opinions i see that you can post opinions on soundcloud and i think that's like very cool but soundcloud is a form that you can post things on you can follow me on social media darling underscore starling on instagram oh darling underscore starling 1922 
on Instagram. Um, Siobhan Darling Starling on Facebook. Um, I have Snapchat, Chevy Chev 22. And you can follow me on SoundCloud. And I finally realized that this is on iTunes and I am super here for it. I didn't realize that it was posted on iTunes already. So subscribe on iTunes and you can listen and follow the journey of civil diligence. Until next time, folks, I hope you have a good one and stay in the kingdom. Bye. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Hate supplements are found right in their couches. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Shout out to them people.